Welcome to another episode of Create a New Tomorrow. I'm your host, Art Gronich, and I am here with a legend. And it's not Joshua Self. It is uh-huh. oh yeah, oh that's right. <laughs> it's Forbes Riley. And Forbes has known as the billion-dollar woman. She has been on HSN, she's been in movies, she's been in TV. But here's the, the kicker, and the reason why I wanted to talk to her is. This woman has become a master of self-improvement and the human condition and the pitch, which to me is kind of like a, a way of talking to a person's soul so that they understand what you're saying and want what you have. So Forbes, let me... you. That's a, that's a very, that's a very lovely way to say it. A way of talking to somebody's soul. So they want what you have. I may have to use that. You know, I, I learned something here and there from you. So Forbes, why don't you tell a little bit about your history and what made you become this, you know, to me, a master of the human condition. Uh, so <laughs> I'll tell you what, one of the things that makes you who you are is that you get an understanding that life happens for you, not to you. Uh, We've all been through a lot of ups and a lot of downs. And if you haven't, shame on you. If you haven't really experienced some very high highs, which seem to also have some very low lows, you're not living the best of life. I had very frizzy hair, grew up on Long Island, and my mom was 260 pounds. Fast food had just hit my town when I was born. And that's what we had because we have a whole lot of money. And so I was chunky or chubby or zoftic or whatever word the little girls like to bully me with. And the other side of that is that I was really smart, like weirdly smart, like smart enough to sit in the principal's office and do linguistics in second grade, build a computer when I was in fourth grade. I'm eight years old, standing up in front of my class, talking about how a schematic and magnetic relays work in a silicon strip to turn these. You're like, whoa, what's wrong with this kid? And so the thing for me is it didn't make for very good friendships. I was a very lonely little girl. And that was okay because my best friend was my dog, Snoopy, and my television. And I watched a lot of television and movies and I dreamed a lot. I didn't know I was doing that at the time, but I can tell you trivia on every show from I Dream of Genie to Monkeys, Partridge Family, F Troop, The Munsters, you name it, I knew it because there was no DVR back then. I watched all that live. And so uh, one of the things that I wanted to be And one of the things that I stress to all my listeners is you have to know what you want. Life just doesn't kind of happen. You decide I want something and then you actually create a path to go and get it. And there's a system for that so that you can get anything. And I'm going to say anything that you want. And, you know, it's funny. So we talk about not having dads. Well, two of our presidents didn't have dads. Bill Clinton and uh, Obama did not have a dad. So it's interesting how they grew up with this want, this need to succeed. So we all have this path that we can or could be on, but so often, shame on you, most of you listen to your friends. Oh, who do you think you are to get that? Oh yeah, you think you're all that in a bag of chips? I mean, or I can't do that, you can't. Let me tell you something. I didn't have those voices in my head. I had my two parents who were like, guess you could be anything you want to be. And I wanted to be James Bond when I was little. And so that's part of my idea now that you dream. I mean, I have now worked with major celebrities. I've hosted national talk shows. I own a TV studio. I'm in love with a very exotic, amazing man. And I have the two kids that I desperately wanted, but didn't have until I was 42. Because part of getting what you want is knowing what you want, knowing why you want it. So Ari, you started a podcast. I'm sure there's a real reason behind the why you created a podcast called Create a New Tomorrow. And we'll get in that in a second. So knowing what you want, why you want it, and then giving yourself permission to just freaking go for it. 
That is, uh, that's pretty awesome. You know, I, I've been lucky enough to be around you in different ways for many, many, many years. Um, I had the pleasure of working on some, some injured shoulders and getting your spin gym, you know, that was part of, uh, part of my what? process. What? Oh, wait, did you just mention my national fitness product that I've sold 2 million of? <laughs> I did. I did. I did mention that, but, uh, <laughs> You know, the thing about you and the thing that, that I love, I think, most is that you know how to bring people on board with whatever it is that you want to do. And that is a skill that so many people would love to have, that skill of being able to pitch something, an idea, a thought, a dream, and have the masses come on board with that thought and that dream of yours, right? So you create movements is something that you have absolutely um, mastered. So let's talk a little. Well, thank you. You know, the, the thought of pitching, and this is where people seem to get confused. So pitching is not selling. When you, in, in fact, I call it the three E's. You excite someone, you engage them, and then you enroll them into what you're doing. You're not selling anything. Now, it doesn't mean you can't make money and, and get yeses from a pitch, but that's not really the point of it. And so, so often people talk at people or they just talk. If you ask somebody what they do, they'll go, I do this or I do so many things or whatever they say. They're not communicating. So as I'm talking to you, I'm listening to my, my inner soul that's saying there's a lot of people listening to this as well who want to up-level their lives, who are passionate about people that you bring on. So I'm going to speak into their hearts. And that's the intention of why I'm talking. I don't need to just tell my story. I know my story. And that's the problem is people don't realize who they're talking to or why they're talking. And the second thing you really, really need to think about is if you've got a product, a service, an idea that you want to communicate to other people, you don't want to tell them that they need it. Well, you need to get fit. Well, okay, thank you very much. Because people don't buy. By the way, people love to buy things. They just hate to be sold. So people are not going to buy what you think they need. They will only buy, and you've only bought what you want to buy. Yeah, you know, college these days is such a, an interesting thing. You know, we're homeschooling my six-year-old, and um, I just don't see the schools being like the schools were when, when you and I were young. They, they don't teach as much, and they definitely don't have the kind of training that's for the modern world. They're, they're still back 50, 60 plus years ago as far as what they're learning. But I'll give you a, just a little quick story. My, my six-year-old was on the homeschool computer class. And this was like the week that we decided to take him out of that school completely. But so the, the teacher asks how everybody's feeling about this new format of doing Zoom classes. And my six-year-old son says, I'm angry. And the teacher says, well, why are you angry? And he says, I have five businesses and nothing you're teaching me is going to help me with any of them. <laughs> wow, what does your son do? Oh, he's got a Ninja Family Club. He just started his, uh, his YouTube channel. He's, uh, he makes jewelry out of paper clips and, you know, <laughs> and wow. necklaces, like necklaces and bracelets out of paper clips, yep. uh, sells his old toys. That's a business for him. And, and I think wow. a lemonade stand too. 
So well, apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Well, yeah. you know, we had the same conversation because as entrepreneurs, and you and I are, we're raising a little entrepreneur children. Uh, a couple two years ago, so my daughter was in class, and we both parents had to get called in because. It was like a computer class. And one, she was learning how to make a resume. And the teacher was like, you need to do this because when you get hired, you're going to need to do this. And McKenna said, I'm not working for anybody. She said, oh, no, 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 you need to. And finally, we had to get called in because it got to a kind of a, a heated moment. And the teacher said, look, your daughter's being a little disruptive. We're doing resumes so that when she wants to work, she wants to go out in the workforce, she can get hired. And she's telling us she's not working for anyone. And I said, well, she's 100% right. In fact, if she does it right, you'll work for her. And the teacher was like, excuse me? I said, my daughter makes $5,000 a month right now, and she's 12. Do you make 60 grand a year? And she looked at me like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I said, well, that's too bad, because that is the new world. And so you're 100% right. Six years old, that's frightening to though. That's actually exciting as all get out. Yeah, you know, her, wow. her best friend, or his, his best friend is uh, Neva Lee Rekla. And I don't know if you've heard of, uh, of the Reklas, but they have a podcast and, and a book uh, it's called the Superpower Experts, and so her podcast is Superpower Kids. Mm -hmm. I think I met her at Secret Knock. You you might have because she's definitely been there. She she's she's been mentored by Bernie Dorman uh, <coughs> in CEO space. I mean forever. Yeah. So I know Bob knows her. She she's been on stage on Inc. She's been considered to be uh, I think Inc.'s one of Inc.'s uh, most um, influential kids in America. And so that's his best friend. So Bernie at, at three years old says to, to my son, Gabriel, he says, you know, Neva's, you know, just going to pass you by. You've got to get your business going. <laughs> oh, a little challenge. I like that. So he challenged them and then they worked all day on, on a pitch for his business. And, uh, and they ended up creating his business and his business was, I want to help people be happier. And so he does these pictures for the refrigerator that makes people happy. And I love that McKenna did a, she did a boat. She did a GoFundMe uh, called McKenna Riley's boat.com. She said, mom, I want a boat. I'm like, you're 14. She said, well, no, but I want the boat to take disadvantaged kids out. Cause I get to go out on the water with dad's boat. And I think I could do this. I got my boater's license and she great. She raised $10,000. Like it was nothing. And we've got adults who can't figure any of this out. Maybe well, because they went to school. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the, that's the, the breakdown is the, the school teaches you how to get a job. And those jobs that used to be a 40-year job and you get a gold watch at the end don't really exist too much anymore. And so we're, we're in- But even the whole concept of how we teach. So McKenna said to me recently, said, mom, I'm getting really tired of this. I go out with my friends and adults look at us like, oh, you kids think you know everything. And she said, mom, you give me a cell phone in 20 minutes and I do know everything. Anything you want to know, it's right here. And I thought without being, you know, annoying, she's right. You want to know who crossed the Potomac, you know, what river Washington across? Bam. It tells you. You want to do math. It, you know, you're walking around with a calculator that is faster than what they used to go to the moon with and an entire room full of computers in your hand at all times. It's not like this is going away anytime soon. And so if that's true, schools really do need to change their game. And uh, it's a little confusing. It's happening way faster than the system can handle. And so how ironic that the system broke down, that kids are being homeschooled and that school itself has now fallen apart. So maybe it all is supposed to happen this way. I don't really know. Yeah. You know, the thing is, though, the systems in general, in my world, I look at the medical system, I look at the healthcare system, I look at uh, the agricultural system, and none of them 
have moved at the speed of technology. None of them have been shifted or changed or progressed as fast as technology has progressed. So for instance, we have all this uh, ability to do hydroponic growing of our food, but in the communities where it's needed most, where is it? Hmm, that's an interesting point. Where is it? It's not, it's not in Africa. It's not in Detroit, Michigan, <laughs> you know? I mean, we have the ability to create these amazing buildings that are gardens and that will feed the entire city. <laughs> but where are they? They're in other countries. I got it. They're not here. Hey, so systems are, are kind of breaking down. And in your world, you know, you've been a pioneer. So what, what would you say to people who are creating new inventions that want to have those things sold and, and out in the world and mass produced and mass consumed, what would you say to those people? Have a plan, have a structure, have a mentor, and then go for it. Uh, too many times people will tell me their idea that they've been sitting around thinking about for the last 10 years. I'm like, well, that's too bad because your, your son and my daughter have Zoomed past them. Um, I'm afraid someone will steal it. Well, then just get it out fast. You make it a great name because you don't even need a patent. Let me tell you something. If you've got a product and someone wants to take, rip it off, odds are they've got more money than you do and you're going to spend all your time legally fighting them. There's no point to that. The system is not designed for you. If you really think it's such a great thing, license it to somebody else and don't have it be your only idea. That's one of the big things that people go, oh, you know, if someone takes that, yeah, they're liable to. That's kind of how the world works. That is how a lot of it works. Uh, and if that crushes you, then don't get in the game at all. If we all have fun ideas we want to communicate, you're always enrolling people if you're smart. Otherwise, you're boring. Yes? <laughs> yeah, I, I've never been accused of being boring. No, I don't think so. So I'm excited. What's one of your favorite habits? So one of my favorite habits is I go into the sauna in the morning when I wake up and I meditate for a little while and listen while I'm meditating. I listen to uh, Jim Rohn. <laughs> Love that. Right. So I am continually programming my brain with positive messaging and things like that. And, you know, one of the things that I have from Jim Rohn in my head that just won't go away is don't wish it were easy. Wish you were better. Oh my, oh my God. I was just literally thinking of that quote. That's I actually just wrote that yesterday in one of the books I'm working on. Say it again so everybody can hear it. Don't wish it were easy. Wish you were better. So at the end of every call, I ask every single guest three things that are actionable tomorrow that somebody can take that's listening to this and you've already given about a thousand of them but i want to just condense it at the end to three things that somebody can do literally as soon as they listen to this to change their world and create a new tomorrow today so number one go get a book a blank book that becomes your journal that becomes your mind on paper and there's a couple of things you're going to do with it Every morning, wake up and just brain dump, literally two or three pages of just get stuff out of your head so you can start your day with a clear path. In that book, write down, and you can write it down every day. What do you want? What do you want today? What do you want overall? What do you want? And begin to articulate what you want because as soon as you can start to see it 
and dream it. And I'll tell you what, in my trainings, we take that to the nth degree. We have a, what do you want? Deep dive exercise. Why do you want it? And then we have vision boards because in my experience of getting things that I've wanted, you can manifest almost anything. And Ari, I'll tell you what, I call it, what have you Forbes lately? So to Forbes something is not necessarily just to manifest it, but to manifest it, especially when people say, oh, you can't get that. Who do you think you are? And you get to write down all the things that you've manifested. And just like you, if you look around your house, you've manifested all kinds of things, but you didn't even realize it or give yourself credit for it. So this book becomes something that's very important. And maybe when you go to sleep at night, you write, hey, I accomplished this. I'm proud of myself. Or here's what my plan is for tomorrow. So that book, and I have a lot of them lying around, but you know, my little journal book that I use, that's number one. Number two, I would tomorrow, and I have to brag here, I would sign up for my pitch class on Sunday. It's $19. On Sunday at five o'clock for two hours, I teach a master class on just what Ari and I have been doing. The difference is how I played with Ari. I do that with everybody in the Zoom class. I keep them very small. And for two hours and $19, you get to go, whoa, I never thought about that way about my business. This is exciting. And so I think that's fascinating. And number three, I would get one of these. Now, why would I do that? Well, Ari has one, I have one, and so do 2.2 million people. Most of us are sitting behind a desk almost all day. And I will tell you, the most important thing about this is not necessarily fat loss, although that's cool. I mean, my arms are tight and toned and so are my abs. You're like, this works that fast? I'm like, yeah, five minutes a day, you tell me this. But your heart health. Too many of us are now stuck inside not being healthy. And when you can elevate your heart rate this fast, this easy, I'm literally doing it while I'm on a call, you put it down. If there was a better product, I would be showing that to you. But I think the Spin Gym is honestly the most amazing thing I've ever created, almost that anyone's ever created. It's not a resistance band. It's not a dumbbell. Mary Colazzo, who used to work in my office, she had two hip replacements. She was always very overweight. Ari, she lost 168 pounds. That took her a year and a half. I have her before and after picture, and you're just going, she's 70 years old. So number one, it's never too late. Number two, it's very, very affordable. And number three, it's five minutes. Literally just love yourself that much that you write down what you want. You surround yourself with people who are up-leveling each other. And number three, you take care of you. Awesome. Thank you so much for, for being here. This was a great conversation. I literally could spend another two hours having this conversation and getting down into the nitty gritty dirtiness of, of uh, you and of the world in general of that, you, that we've been in. And, uh, and so I, I really appreciate you taking the time to come on. I know how busy you are. I know. Well, I got a challenge for you. Hang on a second. All right. So I think we should do another one of these with two more boxes, your son and my daughter. We could do that. <clears throat> yeah. I think that would be a worthwhile, exciting conversation for everyone to hear because our kids think differently even than we do, but certainly almost everyone else I've ever met. Yeah. Absolutely. We can, we can definitely schedule that. So thank you so much for being here and, uh, and, I appreciate you and have always appreciated our friendship. And so, you know, people, you really, really want what Forbes has to offer. What she says speaks to the soul of what you need. And if you want to move your world forward, your personal world forward, just having the pitch fest for $19, I'm talking about the breakthrough that happens in your soul when you figure out how to, how to communicate what it is that you do and what you want, 
I mean, that alone is much more valuable than anything we could, uh, we could ever give you. So anyway, this has been another episode of Create a New Tomorrow. Thank you so much for being here. I'm your host, Ari Gronich. And, you know, let's create a new tomorrow today. Thank you, my friend.